And we're joined on the line now by Mohammed Nala, analyst at NetBank Capitals. Good morning, Mohammed. Morning, Sakina. Morning to the listeners. Now, Mohammed, there was a massive sell-off of South African equities yesterday. Uh, talk to us about that. So, I mean, Sakina, you'll recall in yesterday's uh, in yesterday's chat that we had. You know, we saw Asian markets negative. That was likely to spill over into into the open of our market. But you know, we saw our market open negative and then actually build even more momentum to the downside. So that massive pressure coming through considerably on those resource counters. Now, you'll recall just probably earlier this week we were chatting about how those resource stocks had actually had a very strong rally. They had actually led our market up and were looking quite vulnerable. Uh, and that's actually actually proved to be quite prescient because those stocks have now led the index down. We actually saw massive pressure come through. Uh, you mentioned Goldfield. They had some numbers out, and, and I must first of all, on that point, stress that the Q1 numbers, there's normally some seasonality in that, so you would expect those numbers to be quite negative. Uh, keep an eye out for Harmony. They've got their results out today, and, and you, 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 just in terms of that gold sector, it remained under uh, significant pressure yesterday, but then we also saw massive pressure come through in terms of your diversified miners as well, and then Sassol, that sold off quite sharply. We can chat a bit about oil if you'd like a little bit later, but effectively, Sassol, uh, they had a production update. The production update was quite good, but the performance on the share really just mirroring what you saw on global oil markets. Uh, in general, there was really uh, very little place to actually hide on the boss yesterday. We saw a sell-off pretty much across the board. Uh, but we should hopefully find some respite today, and that because the U.S. actually did trade positive, and we've got that positive momentum coming through from Asia this morning, and I must stress, a lot of big risk into this afternoon as that U.S. non-farm payrolls number comes out. The market really just kind of waiting to see what that's going to mean with regards to the Fed and their hiking cycle. Uh, respite not on the cards. Uh, looking at the Chinese trade numbers this morning, Mohammed, they seem rather disappointing. Yeah, so I mean, if you have a look at that Chinese trade number, what's interesting there is that uh, exports actually fell by 6.2% on a year-on-year basis. Now, this was against expectations. The market expected them to actually rise by around 1%, so it was expecting to be a little bit downbeat, but certainly not in negative territory. But then quite a big number coming through in terms of a slide in imports. So imports sliding by over 16%. Now, that's quite concerning as well, because we've been concerned around the health and the momentum in that Chinese economy for a little while. So because the imports fell off so sharply, we actually saw them post a, a trade surplus. And to put that into perspective for listeners, I always like doing this with China. Their surplus for the month was 33.9, so call it $34 billion. Now, to put that into context, South Africa's total forex reserves sit just north of $40 billion. So that just shows you the sense of scale with regards to China. Uh, I guess the perverse market reaction here is that they're seeing this weaker number as more vindication in terms of expectations for further stimulus by Chinese authorities. And so as a result, we've actually seen that being positive for Chinese shares. They've actually risen on speculation that authorities are going to have to step in with additional stimulus measures. And this is very much like what we saw with the U.S. in the early days of stimulus and QE. So on the one hand, we've got the U.S. They're likely to start pulling back on monetary stimulus measures. But then we've got the ECB, we've got China, we've got all these other players globally that will probably offset that to a fair degree. Uh, and any weaker data coming through their spurring expectations for further stimulus from other players. And um, Mohammed, just uh, keeping an eye on the oil price there, uh, seemingly it's in sharp contrast to the rally that we saw at the start of the week. Seems to be a little slump on the cards here. 
Yeah, so I, I actually think it's it's quite interesting because we started off the week, I guess, talking about oil. Uh, oil was running very strongly, and this was on, on, on speculation that U.S. inventory levels were actually going to come off, uh, and, and the guys were fixating on just one inventory number out of the U.S. Now, I've long maintained, I believe the global supply glut on oil remains a key feature, and that's seeming to come to the cards, but yesterday the big news was obviously that we saw uh, some weaker gasoline demand coming through in the U.S., and this now swinging expectations from a, a, a decline in U.S. inventories to an increase in U.S. inventories. And that swing in expectations has led oil from the high that we had uh, just shy of $70 earlier this week. It's now slumped around $5. Now, $5 on, on, on 70 is quite a material percentage shift in terms of oil. It was also largely behind the fact that we saw or we saw Cecil then decline quite largely on the back of that. But I maintain, I think the global supply dynamics on oil remain, the market remains awash in oil for now. And until you see some credible supply constraint from the bigger players, specifically OPEC, you're not likely going to see that oil price be able to sustain any massive upside surge. That's certainly in my view. The next OPEC meeting comes through in about a month's time, uh, and I would be expecting them to maintain their output levels at these, at these very extended, very high levels. So as a result, I, I do still think that there's some hope for South African consumers as an oil importer. There's some hope that we could see that oil price come back down into the mid, if not the lower 50s in the, in the short to medium term.